Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It is the one and only V, the Gorilla Economist, coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning with my main man, El Cuco himself, working the airwaves, making sure the broadcast coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean? Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter, at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on a myriad of different podcasting platforms. We're everywhere you want us to be. Check us out on Twitch. Download the Twitch app. Uh, not Twitch. Is it Twitch? Or tune in. I'm sorry. Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, you go on Twitch. Twitch. You could also download the TuneIn app if you're into like radio talk shows and whatnot. And we're eventually going to be in Spotify and all that other stuff that we'll eventually get there, folks. We'll eventually get there little by little. But uh, anyway, also check out our pay sponsors, mycbdedibles.com. Mycbdedibles.com for all your CBD edible goodness. That is the place to be 99.997% pure CBD isolate, not the concentrate, which is the cheapy stuff that your body doesn't absorb well. And a lot of that is cut with all sorts of harsh chemicals and whatnot. But CBDedibles.com, they use the isolate, the most expensive pharmaceutical grade, highest quality product that you can buy. The difference is in the recipe, folks. The difference is in the recipe, and it is delicious. MyCBDedibles.com. And with that being said, also check out RogueNews.com. All your hard-hitting stuff. I will possibly be posting a video today. And I'm also trying to finish up some write-up. I mean... I'm running 300, 400 projects at the same time. It's always crazy. But anyway, with all that done, El Cuco, what is going on? Hey, g- great day, uh, V. Great day to our listeners tuning in. It's it's my fault why we're late. I was busy reading into something, and I didn't even realize I hadn't even joined the um, the stream yard to even, even know if, if uh, anyone was there or not. <laughs> so basically, CJ was sitting backstage with the, with the platform on. He hasn't logged himself in, and I'm sitting backstage waiting for CJ to... Like what's going on here? Is he gonna pull me in? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it happens, folks. It happens, you know. Siege, there's a. <laughs> I don't know where you want to begin with the first story, but I can't help but laugh. <laughs> I I know, right? Why I is mean, it everybody connected to this guy gets arrested. <laughs> it, it it's it's the crazy it's a crazy thing it's a crazy world that we live in the unjust. Uh, Department of America, where uh, the greatest criminals just us, just us, yes, 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 us. <laughs> dude. Th- this is horrid. 
Okay, so Donald Donald J. Trump's long-serving chief financial officer. Now look, we all know it's a witch hunt, right? Mm-hmm. We all know it's a, like my my question, and I, I I keep coming back to this. Like, who the hell is advising you? Like, there's nobody there to be like, yo, knock it off. You, what, what are you doing? There's nobody there to like challenge him. He's surrounded by a bunch of yes men, and you see this happen all the time. Dude, his flanks, like, there's no way you're going to be, quote-unquote, draining the swamp. There's no way you're going to be coming up there, shaking up Washington, D.C., doing all these things, and all of a sudden, your flanks are exposed on your right side, your left side, and behind you, where those that are connected to you are constantly, they're either getting arrested, they're having, like, financial difficulties where they're constantly being sued, they're constantly being harangued, they're constantly being harassed, they're constantly being pursued, they're constantly being, I mean, dude, I mean, what the hell? Right. So you would figure that somebody who would understand that if I'm going to make a statement that I'm going to go there and drain the swamp, if I'm going to make the statement that's saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to go to D.C. and and, and turn it upside down. You're going to stir up a hornet's nest. Like, what the hell was he thinking, Siege? That he's going to go there and stir up a hornet's nest and nothing's going to happen? Yeah. And, and, and if he knows that he's going to stir up a hornet's nest, don't you think he the first thing he'd do when he gets there, Siege, he's going to get there and he's going to start whacking people? People are going to get fired. Departments are going to get purged. Don't you think that would be the first thing that he would do? But no, that doesn't happen, Siege. Go ahead. You think, right? No. Exactly. 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 But, so anyway, Trump's long-serving chief executive officer, Alan Weisselberg, surrendered on Thursday. In- <laughs> I can't believe I'm reading this. Uh, to a Manhattan district attorney's office as he and the Trump organization prepare to face charges in connection with tax eva- tax investigation. People with the knowledge of the matter said the exact charges were not known. Prosecutors were expected to unseal an indictment. Oh, CJ, did you did they read that correctly? Unsealing indictments? <laughs> there's those there's those thousands of sealed indictments waiting for did, Huber. Did waiting for Huber. That that's for us. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Those <laughs> indictments are for us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Here you go. So they unsealed uh, an indictment later in the day against Mr. Weisselberg and the Trump Organization, the real estate business that captured, I'm sorry, that catapulted Trump to tabloid fame, television riches, and ultimately the White House. Mr. Weisselberg, accompanied by his lawyer, Mary Mulligan, walked into the lower Manhattan building at the House, the criminal courts, and the district attorney's office about 6.20 a.m. He's expected to appear in court. In the afternoon, along with representatives of the Trump Organization, the charges against the Trump Organization, Mr. Weisselberg, whom Trump once praised for doing whatever was necessary to protect the bottom line, emerged from the district uh, attorney's uh, sweeping inquiry into the business practices of Mr. Trump and his company. And as part of that inquiry, the prosecutors in the office of the district attorney, Cyrus Vance, who is Cyrus Vance Sr., is one of the kingmakers, him and his uh, buddy, his bosom buddy, James Baker, along with Henry Kissinger. These guys are the kingmakers of the neocons and the neolibs. These guys are the kingmakers of the deep state. Okay, So Cyrus Vance Jr., another curmudgeon piece of shit individual who's just like his piece of shit father, is the one who's uh, leading the investigation into this. So you know how, the, how, you know how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've been examining whether Mr. Weisselberg failed to pay taxes on valuable benefits he and his family received when Mr. Trump, including private school tuition for at least one of his grandchildren, free apartments and leased cars. These are things, guys. Look, here's the thing. This is a witch hunt. 
At the end of the day, nobody's going to go to jail or serve any sort of long, lengthy term. Unless you're Paul Manafort. <laughs> but uh, no one's going to get hit. But the fact of the matter is that you're going to be spending money trying to defend yourself is annoying. There's nothing that Weisselberg did here that that no other that any other business would not do. These are things, okay, putting in benefits, companies, perks, and then having that as a deduction on taxes or not even reporting it or whatnot on taxes. That's a common thing with a lot of businesses. A lot of businesses do that. A lot of businesses would uh would and 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 I guarantee you if they're you know using some some accounting and some legal loopholes. There are ways where you could get a free apartment. We'll say, well, you know, this uh, apartment that the, that that's owned in this building. Okay, if the if the company owns a building and a car apartment complex, and it decides that somebody in the uh, and let's just say wants a family member or an employee's family member having that apartment rent free, well, what the company would do is they would say that that is used as current office space and it's written off. So at the end of the day, is it is there anything criminal that they're going to find here? The answer is no. Is it going to be some questionable things? Yes. And if you're one of those guys who has a stick jammed firmly up your rear end and you're, I play by the rules and I dot every I and I cross every T and I make sure that my tax filings are perfect and blah, 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 blah. And you want to do what's ethical. And this is, this is how people get, become suckers, right? The media plays on the middle-class sucker mentality. The middle-class sucker mentality, it will look at this this story with, with Weisselberg, right, with Weisselberg, and say, this is not ethical. <laughs> the fuck with ethics? Who cares, right? Because it's not about ethics. You're in an unethical system. You're in a system that from the foundation to the topmost stone is designed to bend you over, rob, rape, and pillage you, and destroy you and leave you destitute. That's the system that you and I are facing every single day, and you're worried about ethics. And this is why the middle class is sucker. So this entire story with Weisselberg, with Trump, the whole, oh, my God, what do you do on taxes? It is to play to middle America. It is to play to the vast swath of the country, no matter if you're making $50,000 a year or $500,000 a year. It is designed to play on the senses of people who don't know the tax code. Most Americans have no freaking idea what tax deductions are. Most business owners don't even know freaking how to play that tax deduction game. They don't know the tax benefit in the loophole game. They don't know that. They don't exploit that. They all play by the rules. So it's designed. It's, it's carefully concocted. To play out like, wow, maybe he did something wrong. It's to make the guy look bad. It's to make his organization, yeah. his company look bad, right? But the end of the day, Trump should have known, hey, I'm going to run for president. I'm mouthing all these things. There's going to be repercussions. And here it is. Siege. I think you nailed it, V. I mean, obviously, yes, a, a witch hunt. How many times did we witness any executive from J.P. Morgan, V, be indicted or shown pictures of in cuffs. When's the last picture that we've seen on the, on uh, most news platforms of Jamie Dimon in handcuffs? You know, we, we, we don't see that because it's, it, it's very selective. Now one could also point out V that with this type of behavior, we know specifically why they're doing this because they still look at Trump and probably rightfully so as the forefront runner for the 2024 
election cycle. So therefore, what do you do? Exactly what you said. You you go for the jugular. You keep plucking away, trying to corrode everything that's based upon the, the foundation of his company, everything that, he, that he's built. And at the same time, you keep people plugged into the the left right paradigm that these things are going to matter. You 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 drive the sense of urgency with the Trump people, and they're like, "Hey, listen, you know this is this is witch hunt. They're doing this." And I also firmly believe this is changing the subject a little bit, B. But I also firmly believe, like even the pardoning the uh, of Cosby was orchestrated. You know, call me a tinfoil hat person, but I just don't think that they have the level of anxiety the level of the woke culture enough it's been tamed down a little bit right because we know we went through the whole harvey weinstein thing we went through the whole bill cosby thing and it really drove the whole sensationalism of, of that up well they're at it again and and i think they specifically dropped the charges against them to get the armies back together again to say oh my gosh this is sexist this is terrible for for women i think they purposely do some of these things timed and orchestrated so that people just get so fixated on those things versus the the reality of things that that are truly occurring uh v and and almost to the level where i kind of came to a uh foregone conclusion that very well by the end of the the last uh term of of trump that very well he very well could have been just more managed or controlled you know opposition yes he disrupted a lot and one thing that people <laughs> consciously and they always forget was that uh, Any time that he was needed needed to be managed once again, and to bring him back in, uh, they would bring up the the entire Epstein and and just Giselle uh, back into the equation. I'm not saying that that you know Trump was you know definitely with with Epstein or anything that was taking place. I'm just saying that there there's something more there that we don't know. There's no reason why the New York courts are the ones who really brought uh, uh, Epstein back into the entire arrest to the, to the, uh, the, the conviction, everything that they're waiting for the, for the courts to take place when there was a missed opportunity in Florida where they completely botched up the whole thing uh, with Epstein. So, so again, and, and the reason why I'm saying this and it's long winded is because I, 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 again, I'm just, I'm just really a caution flag out there in regards to, uh, the political establishment. It it, it it needs to be disrupted. It you know if if we feel that there's going to be a a political solution to our country, whether it's Democratic or Republican, it, it's not going to happen. It's 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 not V. It's just sim- that simple. One hundred percent, one hundred percent correct. And speaking on the topic of Trump, I want to touch base on his recent visit to the southern border, and I think there's some things there that needs to be unpacked. Some things that I want to put in perspective for a lot of people to understand what the game is all about. Okay. Oftentimes, we again, you have to understand the message of media and those who manipulate and understand how to use those messages um, to give you a or or create for you or concoct for you a viewpoint. Okay, it's very important that you understand this. When Trump was uh, at the Texas border, he he was sitting with uh, Governor Abbott and um, they were talking about the situation on the border, the, the the exponential increase in the amount of people that are crossing, the amount of people that have died, the amount of drugs that are flowing through. And the question uh, one of the border guards talked about was fentanyl. Siege. Did you see this? I I, di- I did not, but if you have a link, I'll be happy to. Okay. I saw that there was a press conference. I, I listened to the, the very first few minutes of it. Yeah. So they're talking about um, the drug cartels. And they're talking about how the drug cartels are a big problem and they're bringing fentanyl. And then Trump says they get the t- fentanyl from China. 
and then the uh, and I want you to watch this recurring theme. Okay, I want to connect this in. And then the border guard says, "No, they it came from the cartels." And then Trump repeated, "Well, did they get it from China?" And the answer is yes, they got it from China. That is something that we've heard before, is it not, Siege? That it's coming from China, correct? Siege, did I lose you? Yeah, I'm trying to bring up that article right now. Sorry, I had had you on mute. Oh, sure, um, no problem. Go go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. So that, that that's a that's that's a common theme we've heard before, right, man? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So. Now, what type of image does that play for the average middle American, right? What does that play for the average American on the street? What does that play for the majority of Americans, excuse me, that are out there? It gives the image that China, that the, that the, the Chinese, the CCP or the CPC, as they're calling themselves now, is actively involved in flooding the United States with fentanyl. But they are drugged in to kill off the Americans, to kill off their competition. They could have global dominance and dominate the entire world, right? I mean, that's the image in everybody's head, right? That they're the new drug dealer on the block. They're going to work with, they're going to work with the Mexican drug cartels and hand it off to them, so the Mexican drug cartels could come up here and flood it. Let's unpack that because it's a carefully, um, it's a carefully crafted false notion and information that's designed to play on psychological fears. Siege, what is fentanyl used for, man? What is the primary re- cause for fentanyl? I mean, the reason for it. it isn't it a massive pain? Mil- massive painkiller. Pil- military applications, what it was developed for? For, for pain. Uh, soldier. Yeah, for pain. Yep. Yeah, massive pain, right? So it's developed for that. It's developed for if you are in a hospice, right? You're dying of cancer, your body's riddled with pain, and anybody who's been through that or had a loved one go through it will understand, will tell you that when your organ systems begin to fail and begin to shut down, well, it's not like, oh, oh, my kidneys. What, doctor, my kidneys just stopped working? I didn't know that. There is ridiculous pain in the death process as organ systems fail. The pain is excruciating, Okay. And fentanyl was designed to as a palliative as a palliative cure. Not, I'm sorry, as a palliative measure, in order to mitigate the pain, so it becomes tolerable for that loved one who's dying of terminal cancer or terminal illness to comfortably pass into the next life. You want to make it as comfortable as possible for that person to leave. You want to make it as comfortable and as smooth as possible and as painless as possible for that person to go right to the next side of eternity. That's what it's for. It was originally created by, I forgot which American pharmaceutical company that actually created it, developed the whole nine yards. It's a derivative of, of course, an opioid. It's in the opioid family and whatnot. The manufacturing of it globally right now, the global leader is China. So how the hell are, so why would they sell this to the drug cartels? They're not. Let me explain how this works. Narco, we would CJ. Would you say that Mexico is a well-organized, corruption-free country? Oh yeah, there's no corruption at all, <laughs> at all. No way to be found. No, it's it's heaven on earth, right, bro? It's heaven. It's heaven. <laughs> it's heaven. It's only it's only slightly better than the United States in that regard. Right? Yeah, just just don't run for mayor or for uh, sheriff. Don't run for you. Yeah, don't run. Just run for your life, right? Don't run for anything, but. Okay, so how are the how are the cartel guys getting it? Let me explain to you how they're doing it. The cartel guys 
okay, are in cahoots with these established labs. So the labs, these medical labs, are able to put an order in for fentanyl, and you don't need a lot. You can get a you know a couple of grams of fentanyl. You get a pound of fentanyl. That's enough to you know kill <laughs> an entire state. <laughs> okay, all right. You get a, a pound of fentanyl, right? And when it's sold from the Chinese manufacturer, there's a there's a so the Chinese manufacturer in order to sell fentanyl, there's some global agreements in place where they look at the lab that's putting in the order. Do they meet the criterions? Or do they meet the licenses and the certifications? And it checks off. Check, 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 check. Now, that lab could be an absolute front for narco-trafficking. And the problem in Mexico, folks, let me explain something to you. Okay? I was in the fitness industry for several, several decades. I'm not decades, but I was like 10 years. Right? That was how I worked my way through college, this, that, and the other. Um, I will tell you, there were some incredible high-quality steroids coming out of Mexico. I haven't used any, all right? But I knew a lot of guys who were in the bodybuilding and the, and the, and the, and the powerlifting world that did. And the stuff that would come out of there was coming out of Mexico. Why? Because Mexican labs produce some high-grade stuff, okay? The labs exist, okay? And it's more complicated getting the mixtures correct on steroids and exogenous testosterone than it is for creating fentanyl. Fentanyl is quite easy. You get it, you press it, you concoct it, you synthesize, you, you can synthesize, you can cut it. It's an easier process. A little more dangerous, but it's more easier. So you have established labs. In fact, now that you have one or two labs, CJ, you have hundreds of labs that are capable, and many of them are in the back pockets of the cartels, number one. They meet all the criteria, number two. They meet all the certifications, number three. So in other words, on a legal front, if they if a supplier, if a pharmaceutical supplier, that's what these Chinese companies are, they're pharmaceutical suppliers. They sell it to a Mexican lab, but they also sell it to Pfizer. They also sell it to, to Bayer. They also sell it to, uh, to, uh, to, to uh, um, Glasgow Smith-Klein. They sell it to Johnson & Johnson. You know, they sell it to a myriad of different pharmaceutical companies. So if a couple of labs or quote-unquote pharmaceutical company in Mexico requires or requests fentanyl, they're going to get it. But what happens from there is a different mood point, okay? At that point, once it's delivered, and then at port, it's signed for by port authorities in, in Mexico. They're, they're signed for, it's assayed. It's transported in a very secure manner, okay? It's not something that's like in, a, in a FedEx box, not handled by Fed, Federal Express. It's, it's transported in a very secure manner, secure containers. I mean, you name it, you know, breach-proof containers, the whole nine yards, right? And then and only then is delivered to the lab. After all, you know, they signed it on the port. The lab a technician comes and picks it up. They sign it. They, they bring it to the lab that's la- signed in, blah, blah, blah. But what happens after that is that a cartel member could come in. They take the shipment or even have the lab produce the pills that is needed. And that, because they're talking about how they're using these new pill presses, which are really amazing. Look, cartel members don't have pill presses out in the middle of the, of, of the woods in Sinaloa somewhere, out in the desert. No. They are pressing this in the laboratories, the same laboratories that are intaking this, and then it's doled out into the black market and it's proliferating into the borders. That's the first way of doing it. The second way that it's coming out of China is this. You have a Chinese pharmaceutical company, okay? And sometimes those pharmaceutical companies, if it's a, if it's a lower-grade one, if it's not the one that's not highly regulated, things slip out in terms of raw materials. Happens all the time. Happens here. Happens all, the, all over the world. All over the world. Okay? 
That's why you can find generic medications and knockoffs anywhere on the planet made locally by pharmacies and even prescription drugs that are, or, or I'm sorry, patented drugs that are re-engineered. You can find them all over the black market, all over the world, okay? Because raw materials are easy to source. I've, I, I know guys who formulate their own medical products at home, okay? I have clients of mine who formulate their own medical-grade pharmaceutical company products at home by importing raw materials, okay? They do it. They do it. Is it illegal? No, it's not, Okay? So these raw materials are out there. Sometimes there's Chinese criminal organization gang. You know, some of you, some of you, you know, y'all heard about the Italian mafia. Some, you know, many of you heard about the Japanese yakuza. But what is often forgotten, CJ, is a gang called the Triads. Mm. And the Triads will do business with anybody. The second source of uh, of, of of fentanyl, and it's the main source of it, is the Triads, and they're the ones who are selling it to who? The Mexican drug cartels. And then the drug cartels sell here. And they'll sell to anybody. Hey, the business is good. The triads are going to do it, right? So does that, anything that I just described right now, does that implicate the, CC, the CCP or what, CPC or whatever the hell they're calling themselves this week and the, and, and the Chinese government as a whole? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Do you think about that, right? Absolutely not. Secondly is this. CJ, who created much of these Mexican drug cartels? <laughs> Um, would that happen to be perhaps U.S. intelligence agents? Maybe, maybe wrong. <laughs> Ooh, I think you hit the nail on the head. Ooh, think about that. Who created much of these cartels? It's the cocaine import agency. The CIA created and helped fund some of these Mexican drug cartels. And of course, the ones that you know went off the uh, the range over here, the ones that you know went off the farm and decided to do their own thing. They got whacked. They got taken out. Their leaders have been arrested, like Chapo, right? El Chapo, Chapo Guzman, right? They created it as a rival to the Colombians that they created. They're intimately involved in this whole thing. U.S. Intel is intimately involved in the fentanyl trade. Now, think about Trump's comment. Do you think Trump knows? Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But the fact he said, did it come from China, is the equivalent statement. Do you remember what happened on, on January the 6th? What, 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 or Jan, yeah, was it Jan, yeah, January the 6th? Remember what he said when during the whole January 6th thing when he was speaking? What did he say about Mike Pence? On January the 6th? Yeah. Now, I'm not the, a fan of Pence, but what did he say about Pence, which is so stupidly, erroneously wrong? It is not even in the law. I searched out the law. I even commented on it on January 6th, and I said, why the hell would he even say such a thing? I what can't remember. I yeah. can't remember what he said. This is what he said verbatim. Oh, I hope, I hope, I hope Mike Pence, I hope he does the right thing. I'm like, what? And I, you know, I, I, you know me and my better, we, we, we caught them. Like, what, is it, what, what, is it, what does he mean by that? He better do the right thing. Mike Pence better do the right thing. This, this had to do with the, the counting of the electoral votes. And then people all throughout social media and, and all throughout the interwebs were like, ooh, Pence better do the right thing. He better do the right thing. He, he better. I'm Pence. Folks, let me explain something. The framing of the Constitution does not state that a, that a vice president has the power to overthrow an election. Okay, and granted, I'm not talking about the false flag aspect of January 6th, all that, all that other stuff. 
But the fact that he said Pence better do the right, there's nothing legally, and I'm not going to get into it because I talked about it on January 6th, there's nothing legally Pence could have done. So to order for him to throw out that name is doing what to the people? All of a sudden, people were angry. People were pointing in Mike Pence's face saying, it's because of you. You did it. Pence like, what the fuck did I do? Do you see the manipulation there? Did it come from China? Pence better do the, 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 the same, the right thing. Did it come from China? Pence better do the right thing. Folks, there is a game at play here among many power brokers and in many circles and, 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 and roundtables groups here in the United States that are vying for the power, for the, for, the, for the levers of power of America Incorporated. American corporate is a failing corporation. American corporate is a failed state. American corporate is swirling the toilet bowl. Now, one faction just wants to be a bunch of neo-surf lords who want to be able to sell off their assets and financialize it and hopefully make money on the back end and have some sort of uh, have some sort of seat at the table. The other half are those who want to bring America back to prominence. You can't. It's mathematically impossible at this point. The whole thing has to be reset. And they're hoping that maybe they could negotiate on the reset and try to bring us back as some sort of a manufacturing hub for something. And between those two groups and these factions that are fighting it on, there's factions within factions. You have these psychopaths, these crazy people. There's factions within factions. We we are the ones being played in between. But all these things like, you know, oh, my God, you know, it's, it's, it's coming from China, the China... Dude, man, CCP aren't drug dealers, man. I don't like them. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of them. I'm, I've never lived there personally, but you got to call a spade a spade. And I'm being very, very clinical here. That's what I got to say. Siege. What's the next topic, man? We got um, Eric Adams, the situation in New York. Yeah, I mean that's just you know, and and it it's a it's a perfect example, V. So that when you have the the liberals who say there's. There's no election issues going on in in the United States. Everything is kosher. Everything is 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 great. But yet, in in this one state, for example, when you look at that error rate that was generated, V, I mean, there's grounds, there's merit there to take a look at, you know, nationally, uh, what has happened in New York. What happened, V, in this situation is there were 135 so-called test ballots that were not even supposed to be counted in terms of the actual election results. And guess what, V? Do you think that the election oversight uh, people, that they 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 caught those 135,000 votes? No, they didn't. Those votes were actually counted towards the actual published results of, of the election. And this is this is in New York. And, and so what you have is you have a battle of not only left and right going at each other, you actually also have the Dems battling out with each other because I think what they're systematically trying to do is be is perhaps maybe use some of the playbook that, that was established, you know, uh, uh, you know, maybe maybe as of, of last year uh, to impact these things. But here's a perfect example. So that when, you know, the 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 legacy media, the uh, tech super giants, they spent a, six months deplatforming people, banning them, saying you can't question the election results. But yet here we have another perfect example just in a mayor race in, in New York B. Uh, just truly astonishing, V. Just crazy. Yeah, man. It, 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 they had 130,000 test ballots that were reloaded on there. 
Look, Eric Adams. Okay, the guy's a real moderate. He's a real moderate. He's the kind of guy's like, yo, he's he's a cop. He's been a cop for, you know, that was his entire career. So he served as a, in the NYPD. But he's like a more conservative Democrat. Okay, in the sense that, you know, he, he believes in gun laws. He himself says, I don't want a security team when I'm traveling into work for, as, as a mayor of New York City, I'll carry my own gun. I ain't got to worry about it. Right? So they don't want this guy. Why? Because he doesn't exactly tow. And this guy came out to bat for Trump several times on various interviews. Okay? And he calls them the far left. He calls people the far, the, the, this, the, the socialist fringe. Let me explain something. The Democrats machine, the Democrat machine does not want to see a strong, independently thinking black man in any position of power. Mm, mm. Point blank. That's dangerous, V. That's, That's very dangerous. dangerous. That's dangerous to the establishment. Very. The Democrat machine does not want to see a strong, independently thinking black man in any position of power. They don't want that. They don't want that. And if you spend time looking into Eric Adams, you'd find out there's a lot of good. And I could I disagree with him on certain things. V, but v, now, yeah. now, now hold on, V. You know I want to remind you that I was I was elected V uh, uh, as America's first Black American president. <laughs> hold Sorry, on, I just, to, I just had to throw that out there. Hold v. on, <laughs> now 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 Michelle and I, I was elected as the first African American president. Now, a lot of you don't know this, but. My dad, my dad's from Nigeria. I'm sorry, Kenya. Now, I spent time in Chicago, and I learned a lot of things in Chicago. And uh, I'll tell you right now, Michael and I, I, I mean, Michelle, uh, she, she knows how strong of a black man I am, even though I'm, uh, I'm only half black. My, my mom's white, and uh, I was born in Hawaii. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a perfect example of why the political machine the Democrat political machine does not want a strong, independently thinking black man in power. Obama is not that. Now, now, hold on, V. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I am a strong, independent thinking black man because I uh, like Goldman Sachs. I shilled for J.P. Morgan. At least I didn't go on Epstein's Island. There's no record of me on Will either. I might be gay, but that's about it. So that's that's a perfect example. They don't want somebody. Like, could you imagine if if Ben Carson ran on a Democrat ticket, a black neurosurgeon? Mm. Jesus Christ! With twenty seven honorary doctorates under his name, twenty seven honorary doctorates under his name, they don't want to deal with that. But they rather have a Je Jesse Jackson, right? They rather have some guy. It's about that time, it's a Jesse Jackson, and about that time that uh, the people need to understand that uh, the Emancipation Proclamation of the Alienation and Indignation. Oh, you got that idiot. Uh, what's his name? Michael Dyson, right? The guy that they use this 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 race hustler. Michael, I love to debate Michael Dyson. Michael Dyson's the kind of guy who just uses big words and it makes no fucking sense. He'll sit there and be like, well, you don't understand that the alienation of the impregnation of the indoctrination of the constipation is created to indignation across the nation. And then you are a terrible and angry, angry white man because you don't have the plan. You don't have what's in hand because you eat green eggs and ham, red fish, blue fish, blue fish, red fish, one, two, three, 
um, Fox, Red Sox, no Fox, Fox and Sox. The guy gets all Dr. Susian. So this is what the political machine does. So the, you see this attack on Eric Adams. And who's his opponent? Some lady. Some far leftist nutshell woman. And that's what they want. Kathleen Garcia? Is that who yes. it is? Yes, correct. Correct. Hold on now, 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 now. Michelle and I, we, we talked to Kathleen Garcia. We said, uh, you're doing a great job. You got to do it now. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, bro. It, you know, it is. And instead of doing the right thing and saying, hey, you know what, we're going to we're just going to throw those results out and we're sorry to inconvenience everyone, but everyone needs to, to vote again. Right. They correct. You know, they, they will find a way to to lie, to manipulate, to to cheat. Um, and so, yeah, so this is this is huge. I mean, because I think this is exposes quite a bit of, of what potentially, you know, happens and hence the reason why that they do not want any type of outside organizations coming in v to really audit to really look at all the ballots that were were cast this is why they're trying to you know disguise you know uh, these laws these uh, legislation being passed as you know everyone's right to vote because you know we we shouldn't be you know discriminating against anyone who wants to vote well we'll time out here right like you know i can't recall the last time that i i went to really do anything that didn't require some type of a of a picture you know identification for anything yet alone a mail-in ballot that you have really no way of formally uh, validating that that person, you know, filled that out other than, than a signature verification, be just a signature verification. Yeah. So this is, you know, this is important. And again, as, as New York tries to shape this, I think that they're very upset. I think that uh, the controllers of political establishment do not want an outsider uh, like Eric Adams to, it would be dangerous to them, be especially in yep. New York, it'd be dangerous to them. Exactly right, man. So if he wins, it's like you're going to see a lot of changes. You're going to first thing that's going to happen is crime. He's going to put some teeth to the NYPD, and crime will just that's going to be the first thing he does. New York City can turn around with Eric Adams as mayor, it can turn around. He wants businesses to come back, but he understands in order for businesses to come back, he's got to have safety. First thing he's going to do is get rid of the bail laws. You know, which, which, which the stupid bail law right now is like you commit a crime, you're out in two hours, you can go back and finish committing your crime. So if you're robbing the place, go back and rob the place, go finish your robbery. If you're in the process of killing someone, hey, you're out, you're out free, go find the person you're trying to kill and kill them. Why not? That's how it is in New York. Okay. So you got that happening. You got Andrew Giuliani, who's going to be running from, uh, for governor. If these two individuals win, New York can turn around. It can turn around. But it's a long shot, though. Anyway, CJ, I want to talk about the president of the free world. Go for it. Yeah. Here is the pre- and this is from the UK Sun, which is a, a, a you know it's a terrible yeah, you gotta take what, yeah terrible yeah. Yeah. terrible newspaper right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna sh- I'm, I'm gonna share with you the the BS that they that they talked about and what they said, and I'm gonna extrapolate what Vlad actually said. Okay. Vlad's rage. Putin taunts U.S. saying their world dominance is over. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he threatens to strike back if any boundaries are crossed. Vladimir Putin has told us. I'm going to put on my movie announcer voice. One man. One. Here you go. Vladimir Putin has turned the U.S. and said that the world domination is over and threatened to strike back at any boundaries that are crossed. The Russian president issued the stark warning during the televised Q&A. Wednesday, during which he also boasted that even if the Russia had sunk the HMS Pretender, it would not have caused World War III. 
got that damn straight. What Putin said is this. And and, and and in the meeting with the cardboard cutout in chief, the crash test dummy, the, the 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 idiot, the organization known as Biden, right? What he said to the crash test dummy was pretty straightforward. He said, look, here's the deal. You guys are nobodies. The Russians have surpassed the United States militarily in many regards. Why? They don't have a bloated bureaucracy. They don't have a bloated bureaucracy that charges $180 for a toilet seat on an airplane, which the U.S. does. Okay, They don't have that bureaucracy. They get a lot more bang for the buck. And their bangs are pretty damn big bangs. Okay. Now, over the course of the last several years, Putin has been unveiling advanced weaponry after advanced weaponry after advanced weaponry. And if, for those of you who are military hardware fans or somebody who's a defense analyst who's been really tracking this with an unbiased view without any sort of pretentiousness but looking at the hard metrics, the hard data, which I've done and cracked my brain over it, you can't but help but be slack-jawed and be like, oh, that's a checkmate, oh, that's a checkmate, that's a checkmate. We've now played. We've now played militarily. There's no doubt about it, right? So what Putin is basically saying, listen, there's a couple of red lines here, guys. And if you haven't heard me in 2018, I'm going to repeat myself to you again. Those two red lines are Ukraine and Crimea, okay? It don't matter how you guys spin it. Right about about Ukraine and how this was a you know a, 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 demo, a, a democratic uh, a, a revolution that occurred there. It wasn't. We all know the CIA and 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 various NGOs connected to the CIA and U.S. State Department overthrew a democratically elected government. We all know that. We all know that your boy uh, Zigbinu Brzezinski, aka Ziggy Boy. We all know that Ziggy was out there. You know shilling for Ukraine, saying that Ukraine should be toppled, it should be part of uh, as a way to stop any sort of rise in Eurasian integration. We all know that, right? We all know that that you guys spin it as if Russia invaded Crimea when Russia didn't. If Crimea voted, they understand that any involvement with the U.S. will be a failed state. Why? Look at the body count of the United States. Look at the body count. Look at the amount of countries that have been invaded and destroyed, wrecked. The human loss of life and the loss of capital, loss of resources for all of this, right? Look at it. The Crimeans know that. They're not stupid people. So you know what they did? They all had a, a massive vote and a referendum to go back to their historical homeland, which is Russia. It's the same people. They speak the same damn language, the whole nine yards. So Putin said, look, these are the two red lines. Don't try to start beef in Ukraine because we will crush you guys in about 2.2 hours. That's all it would take for Russia to take out NATO, right? And don't touch Crimea. Leave it alone. And so this HMS pretender, which I like to call the PMS pretender, right? The PMS <laughs> pretender, because England is the mouse that roared. Okay, just like the United States, the paper tiger, or the paper eagle. It's not even. It's it's a pigeon. The United States national symbol. It should no longer be a bald eagle. It should be a bald pigeon. Take a pigeon, shave it bald. That's what it is. Okay, a bald. Can you imagine a bald pigeon, CJ? No, you, not really. <laughs> you think about it, you're in the park, you're like throwing breadcrumbs, and along comes this pigeon, and it's like it has a shaved head. It's just bald. <laughs> it's got feathers around. That should be the symbol of America. That's the symbol of it. That is the exceptional stance. National bird is the bald pigeon. Okay? So, so here's the deal. So the Brits, we know, and I talked about this the other day, the Brits sailed a, 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 you know, the, the, the provocation of the seas. 
right? They call it freedom of navigation. I call it freedom of provocation, right? They literally drove their ship into Russian waters. And what Putin said, and people like, and reporters in the West are like, don't you think that's a World War III causing event? Again, there's let's unpack that. Because it was Western reporters asking the president of the free world, don't you think that that was a provocative move that you shot at the British ship that it could have caused World War III? And again, it is to frame to Western audiences that Putin is a madman. Folks, there's only one politician on God's green earth that plays 3D and 4D chess, and it ain't Trump. It's this guy right here, Vladimir Putin. He's been doing it longer. He's actually somebody that came in and purged his deep state. He's actually somebody that came in and improved the quality of life for Russians. I I put out all the metrics there, all the numbers, the average, Mm. the the, the increase in GDP, the increase in quality of life, the increase in earnings, the increase in life expense. That's all under this guy. Yep. All under him. You cannot take you cannot take this guy. This guy is going to go down in history as one of the greatest statesmen, not a politician, because we've got plenty of that here, but one of the greatest statesmen that have ever lived. Saved your ass a bunch of times, too, folks. You don't even know about that. Not going to get into it here. So the reporter was trying to ask this question in order to frame him as a crazy person. And you know what Vlad said? Vlad said. This move that was done by the HMS uh, defender, which the AKA the PMS pretender, was so egregious. It was on purpose that Vlad said, "We're not going to tolerate any other, you know, insertion into the Russian waters, Russian territorial waters. We'll sink it." And he's dead serious about that. And he says, "If we sink it, it won't be the World War Three. They'll do nothing." And he's right, because he understands that the West is a bunch of bitches. The West is a bunch of bitches who are consumed with flying the rainbow flag on their ships, their embassy buildings, their their uh, military uniforms might as well be rainbow and pink, pink camo, right? Get rid of the combat boots, give them all high heels. He knows the type of cucks that the Western military is. He knows the types of cucks that the West is. You think he's scared of these pussies? Hell no. Absolutely not. And number two, he understands that every single weapon in his arsenal could wipe us out. He knows that. I'm not going to detail some of those weapon systems here for the sake for the brevity of time, but that's the point. And what, what happened? The Russian people, which used to love Americans all the time, right? They're like, yeah, we love Americans, they're great, right? They hate the American government. And they understand that, look, they, they, the Russian population right now has literally told, they're in lockstep with their president. And they said, look, we're not going to be disrespected anymore. We've had enough. We've had three years of trying to work with these people, and they've been constantly screwing us. We're done working with them. So that's the story, folks. That's the story. You can expect while the U.S. is, is, is struggling and failing miserably trying to develop a hypersonic equivalent, all the while, the West will and the United States will swirl the toilet bowl of trying to build back better. CJ, no, uh, well said, V, and and I can pl- I concur every- everything that you said and in regards to the way that the West is is looking at at Russia, uh, but 
I think in in part, the last several years, Putin has been able to really assess and understand uh, the weakness uh, that we had. Everything from from the what happened in Iraq, Afghanistan. Uh, I think Syria was very eye opening uh, for them to be able to observe that, and and then more importantly, you know, for him to take a look at the the new cardboard cutout chief, the understanding of 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 America as a as a failed. A republic under under the current uh, political establishment there, uh, it, you know it's 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 very eye opening. I mean, and that's what I get, you know, trying to assess when people are more fear about about Russia and China. Like, why would they need to really interfere in anything that we're we're doing here? We're we're in self destruct mode. Why would they? Why would they? Why would they try to stop that? Why would they want? You know, again, it just doesn't make any sense for them to get involved in terms of trying to uh, disrupt our elections or anything like that. It just, again, I think in terms of the lack of leadership in Washington, DC, the, the, the lack of being able to have a, uh, a foreign policy uh, that makes sense, uh, it, it, it doesn't work. And, and for the most part, Russia has been able to do that with their alliances that they're building. And now you have the EU who is understanding that the West is, is pretty much done. Now you have, you know, Germany, a lot of alliances coming on board. And, and I think that, again, uh, the West is going to do everything that they can to disrupt that. Um, I don't I don't see anything, anything really changing. It just and, and I think that that the the emperor has no clothes and Putin's calling that uh, calling that distinctively out be. Yeah, one thousand percent. Let's switch gears to the evil Chinese now, CJ. Uh, Xi Jinping's uh, latest com- uh, commentary on their 100 uh, year anniversary of their party. Electrical they will get their head bashed, bloody. Yes. <laughs> the evil Chinese. It's like a one-two punch today, that, dude. Movie. That's all it is, and this is why the West is idiotic, right? The West is stupid in the sense that you know the things that you know we can build, um, you know, collaterally, okay, as as, as you, in world peace with you know both the West and 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 the East working together for global harmony. It never happens. Why? Because the West got to call the shots. They have. They've. You got to understand, folks. The very financial scheme that they've created, which is called the fire economy, finance, insurance, real estate, the fire economy, right? And all the myriad of derivatives and financial instruments that are built on that to give you the fake, phony, fictitious GDP numbers and the fake, phony, fictitious market numbers and the fake, phony, fictitious metrics, right? All of that, which work for several decades in extracting wealth from you, number one, seeing your quality of life destroyed, seeing your savings evaporated, seeing your future swirling down the toilet bowl, all the while they were enriching themselves, right, through this financial scheme of central banking and fractional reserve lending, right, and all the myriad of other you know, financial instruments, right, they've backed themselves into a corner. Because the way you kill a fire economy, the way you kill the the fake economy, the speculative economy, is through physical production. Okay, and now they've backed themselves into the corner. So now they're out there, you know, with all sorts of inflammatory language. You know what? Uh, the the evil Russians, the evil Chinese, the evil multipolar world. Blah 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 blah. Right. So let's let's get into Xi Jinping. See, once you uh once you start off with uh, reading this stuff out, and then uh, I'll chime in as well. Yeah. So basically, you know what? Uh, there. This is again. You have to. With this is coming from America, uh, media is that you know basically what he's stating is that quote unquote only socialism can save China and only socialism with Chinese characteristics can develop China. He said, "We will not never allow anyone to bully, oppress, or subjugate China. Anyone who dares to try to do that will have their heads bashed bloody against the Great Wall of Steel forged by over 1.4 billion Chinese people." <laughs> Yep. He added, no one should under, under, underestimate the resolve 
the will and ability of the Chinese people to defend their national sovereignty and territorial territorial integrity be. Yeah, just um, President Xi's comments following increasing tension over Taiwan and Hong Kong, uh, kind of a little bit similar to what Russia is dealing with there. In recent months, the U.S. has increased its support for Taiwan, which is enraged nationalist Chinese who see the sovereign nation as a breakaway province of China. In addition, China has faced criticisms over allegations of human rights abuses in Xi Jinping and strict crackdowns in Hong Kong. Listen, I'm no, you know, I'm no fan of China, right? I'm not, you know, I'm not saying everything that they do is perfect. Everything do they do is right, and everything. What I'm simply saying is this: is that before we go and and you know, wage wars and attacks against China, Russia, and all that. Shouldn't we at least begin the process first of, of cleaning up Washington, D.C. a little bit? Be just just a little bit of glimmer of hope that maybe like everything that was exposed into Hunter Biden, um, all, all the, the corruption that was established here. Shouldn't we start first by holding those people accountable first, B, before we are ready to go blow up the world? I mean, just just insane. Just yeah, Absolutely. Just, yeah, one thousand percent correct. Hey, check your PM real quick, uh, your PMs. But um, yeah, hundred percent real. Uh, you, you know, it's funny. Like when you when you look at these Western magazines, right? Um, here, the 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 title here: Xi Jinping warns foreign nations will get their heads bashed bloody during CCP speech. And then the adjoining headline is: quasi-religious movement disturbing images emerge of Chinese Communist Party celebration. You know. These are all um, interesting, right? Look how the, the Western media spins it, right? This is a nationalistic thing. See, in the West, you can you can have governments array themselves and adorn themselves in the rainbow flags, adorn themselves in the new uh, Transformers flag. What's this called? The Transformers. Okay. Because you know they're more than meets the eye, CJ. Right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Transformers, more than meets the eye. Transformers, am I a girl or a guy? Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh oh, I think there's a new song coming up. Oh my god, I think Billy's guy. You got to get on that one. We got to get non Billy's guy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, um, hobo, hobo sermons. You got to get on that one. Transformers, yeah. <laughs> more than meets the eye. Transformers, am I a girl or a guy? Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> anyway, see, we could have celebrations, okay, of, of all that. And that's cool. Nobody should question it because it's virtuous and heroic and courageous. And then we can have on 4th of July patriotic uh, celebrations of fireworks all, all over the place. So on a 100-year anniversary of this country, right, their country and their political system, which you know they'll say that you know socialism saves China. What, what does that mean by that? Right, China's a very interesting uh, setup. It's a meritocracy, right? You have a meritocracy all from the top to the bottom. You have central planning and their governmental centers up top, which is the CCP. Then you have their the managers on the uh, uh, you know in the middle, and then you have a democ uh, a democratic layer where people are choosing things, right? They're, they to choose their leaders based on so it's it's this weird amalgam that they developed and they themselves you know for simplicity of conversation will call it you know socialism with Chinese um, uh, characteristics okay what Xi Jinping has said think about this right I want to connect it to what did Vlad say Vlad said you sail a ship into our territorial waters in Crimea again we will send you to the bottom no holes barred 
at the same time, Xi's saying the same thing. We're done with your interference. Because if you think what's been happening in the Black Sea with the U.S. sending all sorts of warships, the recent, you know, the, the, I mean, the last one they sent up there was the USS Donald Duck, a.k.a. the USS Donald Cook. I call it the Donald Duck. That's the one that the Russians hit with an energy weapon and the damn thing turned into a floating bar just floating there. Okay? So, you know, the, you know so if that happens, right? Uh, and, 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 you know, the whole thing with the, uh, well, you know, the, the constant provocations of the Black Sea. And if you thought that was bad, in the South China Sea, it's been provocations for years. For years. Right? To the point where right now the U.S. has weakened so economically, right, that the very virus that they created in Fort Detrick, Maryland, the very virus that they gave the gain of function to in the UNC Chapel Hill, University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, where the gain of function was given, that very virus that they then shipped over to a Glasgow Smith subsidiary-owned lab in Wuhan, that they themselves released during their when the time in Wuhan when their military was there for the military games, it kind of back it kind of backfired on them. They were hoping that the economies of the Eurasian trade zone, the One Belt One Road, the BRI, the multipolar world, they were hoping that the multipolar world because. They're just a bunch of dirty minority. They're just a bunch of dirty browns and yellow people. The hell with them. They can't. They don't. They're, they're incapable of building, you know, efficient systems like us. Blah 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 blah. They were hoping that those nations, okay, would be wiped out. That their economy would crumble, and the mighty West and their mighty, mighty market economies flush with paper is going to save the world. And then they will, then the crippled multipolar world will look to the unipolar world because the unipolar world has this bright idea of build back better. The unipolar world has this incredible idea called the Green New Deal. The, The unipolar world has this great thing called the Great Reset. And the Great Reset plus the Green New Deal equals Build Back Better. And they thought that everybody's going to be like, you know what, that's a great idea. Let's destroy our own industry. That's a great idea. Let's destroy our entire physical economy and, and let's all get on windmills and, 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 and solar panels with, with the, with the, along with the West. And we'll trust them to deliver it for us. We'll trust them to manage this new global system. But what happened is this virus that they released, folks, backfired so badly on them. It's their economy. It's the unipolar world's not only economy, but their entire populations have turned against them. Their economies are in free fall. They have no industry and they have no military power because they they socially engineered somebody. They socially engineered so many groups here in this country, particularly the military, that they screwed them up beyond repair. Yeah, I have a great idea. Think of these globalists, right? 30 years ago, I have this great idea. We'll go ahead and we'll start introducing all sorts of phytoestrogens 
and we'll place it in foods, we'll pump it into chemicals, and we'll put it into the water the whole nine yards. This way, the sperm counts and the testosterone levels of Western men everywhere will fail. <laughs> Fast forward 50 years. Russia and China is rising. We need to fight them. But what do we get? Well, we got <laughs> Tony, who's right now being transformed into Tanya. We have Larry, who's being changed into Linda. We have Ted, who's Pronouns are Z, Zer, Zim, Zim, Bing, Bing, Bop, and Boop. And we have Brunhilda right now who's really, really pissed off because she just ran out of she just ran out of her, her estrogen medications. Her proper pronouns are she, shim. Oh shit. I think that we screwed up. This is the see, they painted these when you, when you embrace death, when you embrace anti-human ideals, when you embrace nihilism. You paint yourself into a corner that you cannot escape from because you wake up in a world where your paper is worthless. Nobody wants it. You wake up in a world where nobody will want to fight for you. You wake up in a world where your population is so dumbed down and diseased that they will not even risk fighting for you. And then you talk about bullshit. We have AI. Bullshit. We have advanced military weapons. Bullshit. We have the aliens that are going to help us. Bullshit. This is, where, this is where the West is, folks. Go back and listen to this broadcast again and let it play it over and over again and then look at the world. Look at the West and look at what the rest of the world is doing and you'll see it as clear as day. CJ. No, I don't. Yeah, I completely agree. V, well said. I don't have anything else to uh, contribute to that. So uh, good, good stuff, man. Let me see what else. Oh, oil prices are going up. You want to touch base on that real quick? Yeah, I mean, you know, again, just as people look at inflationary indicators and, and again, whether it's asymmetric that, you know, purposely trying to do this at this point. But if you look at inflation, if you look at the consumer price index and then you look at oil prices, gas prices going up, uh, you know, again, that's just just not good. Um, I think all this thing, all with oil prices going up is def- definitely going to impact uh, uh, basically, our grocery stores even more, and and I saw Vela's posted earlier in regards to uh, Salentes. I haven't watched it yet. I started a few minutes of it uh, in regards just to the, the the fears. I mean, I I was I think I correct me if I'm wrong, uh, V, but I think in part retailers in general are really struggling right now. Not yep. just the labor aspect of it, but more so just there's no there's the the, the entire uh, pipeline the, the 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 direct shipments is broken right now. I reached out because I was very concerned. Like I was in a couple of different uh, CVS stores and massive amount of overstock. I mean, I thought I was going into a store that was like, you know, being set up or anything. You know, And, and uh, so I, I put out a message just kind of, you know, that, hey, listen, you know, maybe before CVS wants to become a, a huge healthcare provider, maybe they need to focus on, you know, retail 101. And a uh, person I know that has some, in, you know, inside information in regards to warehouse and logistics is saying that from a log- logistics standpoint right now that, orders that they're placing into the manufacturing are not even being made. They're, they're, they just don't have the, the, the raw materials, whatever to manufacture some of these products anymore. Hence the reason some of these uh, stores are on a typical basis. Most CVS stores at you know, a time when I was with them would scan maybe between 300 or 400 items, items out of stock, you know, prior to their, their automatic replenishment systems. They're scanning upwards now, V, between two and a half to three thousand out of stocks per week uh, on on their shelves. So, so I think that that's going to be systematic. I think that's going to be um, it's going to affect a lot of things. You know, maybe maybe 
maybe the the manufacturers are are busy supplying and keeping uh, mass um, happy, like you know the 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 WalMarts, the Costco's. Uh, but definitely from a, a, a price measure in terms of uh, the challenges, you know, I th- again, I think in, inflation is is here to stay and it's only going to go higher, uh, you know, here the next few months. Absolutely. This is not transitory whatsoever. Watch watch how this plays out next several days, next several weeks and months. It's it, it, it's the pain's coming, folks. The pain is coming. Just give us some time. Um, and last but not least, Donald Rumsfeld is dead. Good riddance, you piece of crap, human being, you. Uh, he was a, one of the original members of the Crazies. The Crazies were the uh, group of idiots, neocon hacks, uh, who couldn't, you know, fight their way out of a paper bag. But they were the warmongers. That's you know Rumsfeld, Wolfowitz, Shaney, yeah, um, uh, and a few other uh, idiots that were part of the Crazies. Um, so good, good riddance, Donald. Uh, thank God you're dead. Hopefully you're burning in hell, you piece of crap. That's it. Rest in pieces, asshole. Yes, absolutely. And with that being said, this is the gorilla. He is El Cuco. And we are over and out. And again, folks, subscribe, like, comment, share. Because YouTube, you know, see, do you ever notice our, our numbers are being squelched again? We're always, always like clockwork, right? We have like, it's like 2,200 views, 3,300 views on a video. And on the back end, we're seeing 10, 12, 15, 20,000. And then, and then all of a sudden, mysteriously, we lose like 1,200, uh, 1,300 subscribers. I love it. But anyway, every little bit helps. It helps us fight the algos. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button, please, every single one of you, and subscribe if you haven't. Uh, we have at least uh, 60% of people that – 40% of people that come by, they don't subscribe. So make sure you subscribe, like, comment, and share. With that being said, CJ, take it away.